This is the second episode. Um, today we're gonna kind of talk about uh, current events, uh, just kind of around the world, things that are happening, uh, mostly at United States, I guess, yeah. things today. Um, and then I think we're gonna, in the future, go over this same kind of routine every once in a while and do the same type of thing. So this is the first current events podcast. Uh, we're gonna go around with a refresher. If you didn't see the first episode, go watch it. And then we're gonna go around with the names first. Uh, my name is Margarita. Andrea. I'm Rachel. Uh, Simon. Chloe. And I'm Miles. Um, so I think the first thing that I, on my mind is TikTok, guys. What is going on? We were in Washington like two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were making big decisions. And we talked to these congressmen. We told them, oh, wow. we got to keep TikTok yeah. here. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of. We kind of talked about true? it. We did. Yeah. we did talk to Colin Allred about that. Anyways, so what do we think? What are we thinking about TikTok? Is it going away? Is it not? Or no. Is it staying? I've heard both. I feel like uh, the CEO or I don't know who the person was, but he was some company representative to TikTok. He did a pretty good job. He held his own on the floor. Like they were asking him all of these questions and some of them were smart. Some of them were not. Like he asked <laughs> yeah, about yeah. Wi-Fi. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. saw all those. Uh, <laughs> those were a bit insane questions. I'm not yeah. And, but I feel like, I don't know. They don't quite like, I feel like they're questioning TikTok just because it has, like, it comes from China. But you're not questioning Facebook. They literally collect data in the same way. They Same thing with, like, freaking Instagram. You don't have any problem with Meta. So it's just like... So so for people who don't know, what what is the problem that they're saying with TikTok? The problem is they're saying that TikTok is owned by a Chinese company and that that legally gives them access to TikTok's, like, information. So, like, our faces and, like, our voices Mm -hmm. and things like that. But not only that, like, the information that they collect. Like, for example, when you like videos, it tells you your interests. And then from there, they can collect data about you personally. Like, for example, keep on liking videos about Dallas, Texas. Okay, well, you live in Dallas. Like, that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, how are we feeling about them knowing that? Are we upset about that? or Like, would we rather have... TikToks that are I more mean, focused on me or there's so many on pros you. and cons with it. <laughs> what pros on? Like, <laughs> they cater towards me. Yeah, because that's oh, how they that's they're collecting like the data. As a person. Like, what is China gonna do with my like that I like Drake? You know? No, I mean, yeah. I I agree. I think TikTok's being targeted because it's like I don't know. Like a lot of things happen on TikTok. Like there's videos about like what's happening in the United States, what's going on in the government protest and there's no like no other platform that does that yeah so i feel like tiktok is like i don't know it's like its own little revolution and they don't really like that we know what's going on with the government so you think that um tiktok is being targeted because we're becoming woke Um, i I mean if that's how you want to put it well i'm gonna be honest with you i think i've learned a lot more like from these one minute like clips like on Mm -hmm. tiktok about random stuff yeah. Like, I feel like I can be in more conversations with adults just being able to talk about, like, some random current event. Wow. Like, okay. today. Um, that's happening. Not not that we learned all this from TikTok. <laughs> um, that happened. I feel like I can be engaged in more conversations because of TikTok. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. Rather, like, obviously, I don't use Instagram as much, but um, I feel like TikTok has helped me kind of do that. And obviously entertain me during school. Yeah. But also, you have to think about, like, a lot of, this has a lot of people being like, oh, well, maybe we should ban TikTok. And, like, I know DIG Wi-Fi does not work for TikTok. Literally, if you try to use TikTok while you're on campus, it literally, like, freezes. And I'm like, I see what you're doing. Stop it. (laughs) 
because literally, like, I don't know, I need to scroll during lunch. Well, I mean, that might be a good thing. It is a distraction. I think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll be but on there for like an hour. Just banning it, like, just blocking it from your Wi Fi or like JSD's Wi Fi, that's not going to stop people from using it. So. Yeah, just get off the Wi Fi. You all remember like that letter that we got? Like when they banned oh TikTok, God, yes. like you know those letters that they sent us, like oh, like um, there's been like vandalism, and they sent one about TikTok, and I was like, he's so pro right now. Like my advisory teacher showed like a video about the dangers of TikTok, like it was it was like pure propaganda, and I was like, what are you? Sh-? No, it was literally so dumb, and I was like, why are you showing us this? But he was like, TikTok is so dangerous, and I was like, I feel like a lot okay. of people are scared of TikTok because it's like. They're like, oh, well, first of all, they're taking it for its face value and when it first became popular for, which is like that whole like 2020 era where it's like the Hype House, Charlie D'Amelio, like that type of stuff. And now they don't see like what it's actually evolved into because so many people use TikTok as a platform to advertise their business. Like you can see small businesses blow up overnight because they're promoting their product. Like it helps people reach a wider scale and like, these methods of marketing, why should that be banned or why should we not have this? This is helping the American economy, if I, if I personally, I would say that. And, um, yeah, and it does other things, too. Like, where else can you learn how to change a tire in, like, 30 seconds? I mean, YouTube. Well, YouTube, but hey, now. <laughs> I think, yeah, go ahead. you go. No, no, yeah. Okay. I think, <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think when people are scared, or because they don't know like what China may or may not be doing with their information. Mm-hmm. But like, but like, for who the knows majority, if that's true? For the majority, but that's like the scary part because it's like unknown. Yeah. You know? But I mean, do we know what Mark Zuckerberg is doing? No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But, so like, why? Why? My question. Thing. My question is: If these people are so worried about what China's going to do with their information, why not just not use TikTok? Exactly. exactly. That's a so good. So isn't that like one. a choice Combat. that they can do to yeah. not? Get their mm-hmm. instead of banning it for the rest of us who are not worried about <laughs> who that. don't care. My choice. Don't. don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think one thing I've learned on TikTok for sure is about this LSU game that oh. happened. Yeah. How do we feel about this championship game and what happened? Miles, do you have anything to comment I have on this? No comment. I uh, just. Yeah. No comment. Personally, I feel like also they played a really good game. They fought really hard. Both I, teams. Mm-hmm. Yes, but LSU came out on top. Absolutely. Okay, yep. don't yeah. <laughs> we should like introduce the problematic part of it. Yeah. Go ahead. That there may or com- may not be problematic. There was Rachel a lot- can go. Oh. I don't really know. Like, so, see? I didn't even watch the game. I've literally just seen this oh. like from social media and the news and whatever. So, Caitlin Clark, who plays for Iowa, mm-hmm. um, She's not, like, known for it, but she kind of, like, does things, like, taunting other players, which I don't think she necessarily, I don't think she did it to LSU in that game. I actually, I don't know. I didn't watch it. And then, so Angel Reese was, like, giving it back to her and, like, going. After doing the, the game was over, after the game like, was over right? No, or like there was like three seconds left in the game. Um, so there's, like, people talking about. Um, Disrespectfulness. Yeah. Like, should that, should she have done that? Is it different from when Caitlyn did it? Is it the same? Is she just giving it back to her? Mm -hmm. Well, in in my opinion, I think basketball's competitiveness and any sport, I think having that flash, having that show, I mean, isn't that not part of, like, 
especially being on the college level, isn't that part of like the entertainment being on mm-hmm. national yeah. TV? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, first of all, I'm sure LSU has gained a lot of popularity not only from winning but yeah. from this. So uh, as we're putting them down, or like as the country's putting them down, like they're up right now. Yeah. Right. In two mm-hmm. ways. And <laughs> honestly, like this has only done. This hasn't done anything but fuel Angel Re- Angel Reese's popularity because right. she's now is the most like. She's the college basketball player with the most sponsorships, right. men and women. And so it's like she has deals with Canes. Um, yeah. I don't even know. Like, I've seen, like, a whole bunch of deals that she's had. And she's making quite a lot of money off of these sponsorships. So it's just kind of like you have to take the good with the bad. But at the same time, I don't like how, like, it was kind of a double standard in a way because they expected her not to have, like, they call her ghetto, they call her ratchet because of the competitiveness that she has. But that's what sports is about. Like, literally, you see NFL players, like, after they make a touchdown, they do their little dance. Like, it's what makes the game fun. Like, you expect them to just be like, hey, we shot a three. Hey, we won the game. Like, you have to have that spirit of competitiveness because they wanted to win. She wanted that national ring before she even stepped out on the court. She drew it on her finger. She was telling you that she was going to get that ring. So, I feel like, I don't know, she shouldn't be ridiculed for being competitive. Wait, so why was she being ridiculed? There were some I, the I feel like it was more kind of like in your face, like because it was, not, it was, it was at the, the very end of the, end of the game, and they were up by like over fifteen points, and she was like getting in the other player's face. But if the other player did it, but as they well, didn't. Okay. She didn't do issue. it to my her. Thing, was the thing. My thing is, she ever be timbers like get over it. Quite frankly, yeah. you, that's what, what I was gonna say. Because Caitlin Clark said in an interview, like. I think a couple days after the game, like, she didn't even really notice. She didn't think anything of it. So my question is, why is everybody so concerned about it when Caitlin Clark, like, doesn't even care? Because of the narrative. There's always a narrative. I feel like they're always trying to make drama out of something that there's not really. Anyways, because of the narrative, like, there's always a narrative to flip something around on black women. And it's so odd because it's always a, the double standard of someone else doing it. They won't talk about it. But when someone else does it who's a black woman or a black man or in general just being black, it's an issue. It's something that needs to be brought up. It's your class. It's your trashy. It's this, that, and the third. Yeah. And it's just figuring out where we as a society, like, balance out what's right, what's wrong, what's viewed as right, what's viewed as wrong. It's it's like, it's just so odd to me yeah. that mm-hmm. we have to, like, over-exaggerate being a certain type of way that we're not. And it's thought of as being wrong when if men were doing it, nobody would care. Yeah, because you see flashy moves like that all the time in the NBA. Because, like, again, it comes out when you're, like, when you're in the heat of a moment, like, of course you want to be like, oh, I'm winning, you're not, I'm up, you're down. Like, come on now. Like, I don't know. And it's just, like, honestly, she did that. Caitlin Clark did that when she was playing, who was it, South Carolina? I think that's who, or was it North Carolina? I don't know. South, okay. Um, But she was like, oh, I'm not going to guard you. Like, you're not going to make that shot when she was at the three-point line. So it's like, it's the same thing. It's that disrespectfulness because it's kind of saying, oh, well, I'm better. Like, it's it's sports. Like, well, I, mean, I think for me, it's that the fact that they w- it was a championship game and they were up and there was three seconds left mm-hmm. with over, like, whatever it was, like 17 points. Like, is it really necessary to, like... I mean, like, like, I mean, whether or not, like, there's, like, this narrative behind it, like, obviously there is, like, some... This is blown out of proportion totally. I'm just saying... Mm-hmm there is kind of like, there, that might be the reason why it kind of caught fire, I think. Maybe. Just because it was in this like, for me, like all like all my friends who never watched like women's basketball, not anything against it or anything, but this was the game that kind of everyone was watching. 
that everyone kind of talked about. And this is when this happened. And, like, I don't know, for me, I would never, like, playing sports or anything, I'm not the type of person to, like, throw something in their face after we won, like, go celebrate in the locker room, not in their face. Or, like, in their face. Celebrate with your team, not against the other player who, like, worked all this way in the tournament, you know what I mean? But it's a show. Like, it, it's all for a show. It's yeah, entertainment. And so, yeah, I understand that, but still, I'm just saying that might be the reason why it caught so much attention. Maybe because so. it was like so much. Not that like it's a bad thing, but so much like disrespect. Like, but you're so, out. Like, it's not real disrespect. They actually, they probably don't have anything against each other. Actually, yeah, they that's said not, that. That's they what said I'm saying. That. It's exactly. not like bad disrespect, but I exactly. mean, just, just like that's what I'm saying. In so, the end game, like that, that show of disrespect. I mean, is why it caught fire. Like, you'd think that they'd be used to it. Like, for example, like, wrestling. Like, ob- I, okay, this is a really bad example. I'm not really <laughs> I'm like out a of this sports one. I'm person. out of this comedy. No, way. but they're always, like, they're always, like, like fake fighting each other. Like, I feel like, in the end, it's all for show. <laughs> exactly. And, yes, but, like, yes. like, WWE? like they they're always have, like, fake beef. <laughs> well, that's just fake <laughs> in general. Exactly. WWE. But what I'm saying, it's, like, it's, like, it's fake. And in the end, like, what she did didn't affect their score. It didn't mm-hmm. affect whether they won or lost because they were already losing. So like just just leave it. I mean okay I, I'm not rooting for one team or the other but just like leave her be in the end like yeah. it was just like it, it was leave funny and the thing the is this lady who did the thing and the thing is like I feel like because of she because she did this like after the fact that they won they were like I saw people under the comments of them celebrating as a team being like oh Caitlin Clark's still better this that the third and it's like okay but that was one player like they're celebrating as a team they're celebrating their win like and this is what you have to say like that's so negative like Mm -hmm. if you don't if you didn't root for lsu okay that's fine but like i mean that's that's just like sports like in general i don't think that's like a singular experience where that happens like in this situation they said like she's better afterwards like that just happens with every yeah law win and loss in any sport they just like me personally i'm a ut fan so if UT and OU play in a football game, I'm still gonna be like UT's better. Okay. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not, not only that, I also think that um, what was I gonna say? Dang it! Dang it! Never mind. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I think there definitely oh. is some issues with the like things okay. that happened, but I think they're blown out of proportion to a point where it's not, like they, like you said, they don't even yeah, care indeed. anymore. Yeah. I think what added to the fire, though, is the fact that politicians did get involved, and then when they got that White House invite, oh. where it was both mm. of them, that kind of picked up the fire a little bit when everyone was mad, because um, Joe Biden invited both LSU and Iowa It's to tradition the to only invite and, the winning team, and she was like, well, they both played a good game, so they should both come. And a lot of people... And then LSU was like, <laughs> because the thing is, you win to be awarded as a winner, you know? Wait, so why did she invite both teams? Because she, she was, was like, like, oh, they both played such a good game, so they should both come. That's so dumb. I'm <laughs> sorry, that's so dumb. <laughs> like, what's the purpose? Like, it's yeah. the winning team. Like, nothing's different in the end. What? Yeah. I think maybe it is to create more drama around mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Is Jill mm-hmm. trying to stir the fire? Okay. Okay. <laughs> no more. No more first lady <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> no more first lady. I think we should maybe stop with okay. that topic. It's <laughs> getting into treacherous territory. Treacherous. Uh, Andrea, do you want to get us into our next event of the pod? Oh, the pod. <laughs> okay. So apparently, the next event on the pod is going to be talking about the national walkouts and. Um, that happened in Dallas, actually. So, if Chloe, you want to 
get us started on what exactly these walkouts are? Okay, so these walkouts were started by a group called Students Demand. Mm -hmm. And basically they posted on their social media platforms that basically was a call for all teens around the nation to walk out of school to show support for um, the victims of gun violence, but also to protest um, gun control laws and basically to demand more action to be done to prevent gun violence, specifically school shootings, and basically a call to make a school a safer place for students. And so there was multiple schools in the city of Dallas that participated in these walkouts. My school, well, our school, um, Townview participated. I know Booker T participated. I also know that, um, what's the school? Irma Rangel also participated. And so it was kind of like, and everyone participated, honestly, because I saw schools in California, schools in like Oregon, like random state, well, not random states, but a lot of different states participating. And it kind of showed this unity and like, how basically everyone's not okay with this and everyone wants to see change and I think everyone uniting and using their voice to say something was a really big impactful way to display the fact that we want change and like this wasn't no longer a call for help like oh keep us in your thoughts and prayers it was more like a call for action and they're like you need to do something about this now like you saw signs saying books not bullets I should be worried I, I should be worried about school not my life like stuff like that things that kind of, you know, wake us up a little bit. So do we think that these walkouts and like protests are the best way to create change? Like what has come out like, I know this is just recently, but has anything, I'm asking like for real, has anything like happened well, as a result? Yeah, like what has happened? Else? No, I'm just, I'm asking mm -hmm. as like, mm -hmm. has, what well, has changed because of this? As someone who's obviously school did the walkout, um, I was there and I took pictures and I posted it on our social media and it was the post that has gotten the most traction out of anything that we've ever posted. I don't want to say in the history of the Youth Commission because I've only ran this account for and go, go a to our while. Instagram. At Yoko Plug. underscore Dallas. There you go. Um, but <laughs> we got over like 600 <laughs> likes in the span of like 24 hours and I thought it was just insane because like it just showed how like teens decided to come together and this walkout like there were people saying that they thought it was like not the best way to show like solidarity over the issue but like at the same time like what else are we gonna do yeah. like we can't go to city hall because they don't uh like deal with like They're statewide gun laws can't vote. exactly like they can't do anything for us we can't do anything for us so how else are we gonna make noise if it's not walking out and saying something so we did talk to one lady in the elevator of nlc and this is a we just brought this up kind of rachel just said do you think we should be lowering the voting age so that we can mm. be in mm. conversations like this rather than just protesting and not getting anything out of it yet. i feel okay i feel like that's bigger fish to fry at this moment i, I feel because I, th I think that the same way i was yeah. kind of like I honestly I would love to tackle that battle but we need to be focusing on what's happening now and the lives that we're losing now yeah. and I feel like we can make more change if we focus on targeting the people that can vote instead of focusing 
on how we're going to vote. Because honestly, it's still a battle to get people who are just now turning of voting age yeah. to get out to the polls. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, imagine trying to get a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old. Not every 15 and 16-year-old is as politically involved or educated mm-hmm. on topics enough to vote where he has an interest to vote. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with 18-year-olds. You just turn 18, not everyone's like, oh, I'm rushing to the polls. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even, like, they're not getting registered to vote. So it's just like, I don't think lowering the voting age is going to be as effective as educating the people who are going out to the polls and getting them to go vote. Because there's people that have these opinions, but don't go vote. No, agreed. So yeah. as a person who didn't know this was happening um, in my school, didn't participate, mm-hmm. what's like the best way to get like future like notice on like Ooh. spread awareness for this type of thing? You can sign up for students i think it's called like students demand action because i get a bunch of texts from yeah. them mm-hmm. yeah um it's like students i'm pretty sure action. it's like yes an automated text and it'll be like oh we're having a walkout this day this day here or like oh we're doing a protest here so you can honestly just go to your website and like sign up for like news or like text messages mm-hmm. from them they uh have an instagram at students demand and like rachel was talking about in their bio of their instagram they talk about how you can sign and up we, and text. we can put it in the yeah we can put it in yeah. the description description if you guys are interested yeah. i also oh, yeah no, i was ahead. gonna say that like one thing that you talked about is how do we get a result from these protests yeah, so i, I was but, gonna say uh, that exactly i was gonna say that a lot of times like during the civil like when people were fighting for civil rights and stuff like that, action didn't automatically come from the walkouts that they had, the sit-ins that they did, the protests that they did. It was something that built up over time. Like Martin Luther King didn't just give his I have a dream speech and all of a sudden racism ended. (laughs) Because as you can see, it still is happening today. But the rights that they did gain for African-Americans was because of that constant protest, Mm -hmm. showing people that we won't sit back just because you won't do anything now doesn't mean that nothing will happen ever. Like, showing them that, hey, we're still not okay with this. We weren't okay with this five years ago, and we're not okay with it now. So something needs to be done. Something needs to change. And so I kind of feel like that's kind of the moment and space where we're at. Where we're like, okay, well, we're going to continue to walk out. We're going to continue to protest. We're going to continue to speak up until you do what we need you to do. Until you make it to where I can go to school and not worry about my life when I'm at school. And instead worry about what I'm there for, which is my academics. I actually, sorry, I wanted to make a quick comment about what you said that you like had never even heard of the walkout. Right. So, can we go around and say who actually knew this was happening aside from me and Chloe? Because it happened at her school. I had an idea. I didn't know where it was happening or when it was happening, but okay. I figured that something was going to happen. Yeah, and I feel like that was an organization issue because a lot of schools did jump on to the fact that because it was supposed to be a national walkout where students at most schools would walk out at a certain time and it would kind of be like, oh, all of the students around the nation are walking out at this time. But um, I feel like organization-wise, it was kind of on the individual schools to carry that out. Mm -hmm, And so the first day, like the day before this date was approaching, everyone at my school was like, oh, we're going to do it. And there was a lot of ridicule with this because there was people asking for permission. And some people say that that wasn't what you're supposed to do because if you're doing a walkout, it's supposed to be civil disobedience. So you're supposed to walk out to show that you're not okay with this and like Mm -hmm. without permission, you know, it's a protest. But some other people were like, oh, well, this is how you get everyone involved because Mm -hmm. would you rather have five people walk out or would you rather have the entire school walk out? 
If, because the entire school is out there, then that's everyone protesting. That looks better, especially when you get press coverage. But, um, and I just think everyone was confused on who's going to lead the walkout, who's going to be speaking at the walkout. Does people have, do people have signs? So it was kind of like an organization issue, mm -hmm. I think. So uh, is yeah, that 100%. an issue? Because I th maybe because um, a lot of us teens are kind of used to being helped around, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, I like I parented. See that, you know what yeah. I mean? So mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was student led. Yeah. Was that so? No, like administration. Yeah, no administration. Actually, Townview was initially against promoting it. From mm -hmm. what I think I heard, like my principal didn't even mention the walkout. I believe the principal at like Chloe's school. He was. He for was. It. <laughs> he was definitely for it. You know, props to that because that's definitely showing support for students. But um, a lot of administration was wary because one, like it's like thousands of students like walking out of the building like somebody could get hurt right. somebody could bring a gun which actually happened at a walkout in highland park in i believe it was highland park the chicago area yeah. they were doing a walkout to yeah no they were doing a walkout to commemorate like the shooting that happened there i believe it was a year ago and a student brought a gun to the walkout against that's actually insane. yeah no i was like that's insane like you're protesting gun violence and you bring a gun to the walkout. I don't think they were protesting then. Yeah. Well, yeah. So but that definitely made them worry. The administration part kind of leads into the next topic. Yes. Mm -hmm. So on the topic of people walking out, let's talk about some people who walked in and stepped into their positions as leaders. Um, the Tennessee Three, as a matter of fact. I have no idea who that is. Can we, oh, who are can they? we get can a little introduction? So, the Tennessee Three are three Tennessee um, representatives who, um, they were protesting and speaking up against the uh, mass shooting that happened a, a couple weeks ago. And so, where was, where was the shooting? In, in Tennessee. Tennessee. At the Catholic school. <laughs> At, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the covenant. Jill Biden announced that NLC. I was... Yes, that is what Jill was speaking on. Oh my God, continue. Yes, but anyways, so yes, at the Covenant School shooting, and basically they were speaking up and protest against, you know, gun reform, because obviously Tennessee is, they're not doing anything about, about gun reform right now. So um, as they were protesting it, they were actually expelled out by the other members of the house. And that's how they became the Tennessee Three. So they each gave like pretty infamous speeches on, you know, the shortcomings of you know, the Tennessee House and all those representatives. Mm -hmm. And they were described as being disorderly and bringing dishonor to the House. And I think that was a lot of the issue that I saw with it, especially seeing as the only people who were expelled were the black members. And the only woman, the only Democratic woman on that House, basically, um, she was almost expelled by one vote. So mm -hmm. that's pretty alarming. So a kind of a more broad question, kind of saying that the last two things we talked about have both been like gun related. Do we see like as teens that this is the most biggest yes, issue no, right 100%. now? Yeah. Guns are the leading cause of death in teens. And that's a statistic that keeps on being brought up on and on again. And like the Tennessee, the Tennessee three, like that happened because tens of thousands of teens literally went to Tennessee and were like protesting for their lives and nobody like, listen, the Tennessee three were the only three people in a house of a hundred representatives that even care to stand up with these kids. Like, we're literally losing our lives and they don't even care. They don't. Yeah. So. They don't. so are you guys worried, like, if you're sitting in school, are we, all, like, thinking about it constantly? Like, what if someone comes in? 
I do yes, actually. I actually. I hear yes, loud. My I think school? like if I hear a loud like bang. Me too. Yeah. And no, it like scares a me. Like it's I heard a door fear. slam, and I, I like I genuinely felt fear because I was like, we have no security. We have yeah. like it's a sixty-year-old woman. Exactly. <laughs> it's the fact that whenever I go to school and they're doing backpack checks and we have like. What is it called? Metal detectors. Mm-hmm. They don't even check our backpacks. No, exactly. They I just open them. it, yeah, look in, and they pass it. No, I actually put my lunchbox in like a so clear my lunchbox. Bag. I put it in a clear bag, and they used to ask me to open it. But once I put it in the clear bag, they never looked at it again. Hmm. And the and thing I was is, like, also, if like you go through the metal detector, it beeps. They don't care. They, they don't, don't care. They don't. It's not like they're like they're no, not they, DSA. They they're not like down. oh, let me check you. You can say oh, it's my phone, and that's it. So, so what's the we have all these issues, like what's the, the resolution to this then? But I think the issue is that the threat doesn't start in the school, it starts once outside of the mm-hmm. school with the mm-hmm. laws related to gun control. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, people should not be able to access guns as easily as they can. There's so many loopholes where you can escape having to do a background check. And on top of that, there's people that can are allowed to have guns. Once you're registered to have a gun, you can have it for however long. Like, people's mental state changes throughout their life. So it's like making sure that these people can still own guns and also making sure that private sellers cannot sell these guns to people mm-hmm. who have not but gone through a background check. And the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, that are against gun control. They're like, gun control increases crime. And they're like, oh, well, why don't we arm the teachers? I feel like they're not getting the message no, here. Exactly. Because 100%. it's like arming teachers would just put us in the middle of a crossfire. Yeah. Like, we don't so want to be not in the middle of too, a... like, Political, I guess we don't want to like. Okay, kinda, go ahead. I just, I just don't want to like. I don't think it's too political. I think all. it's literally our safety, mm-hmm. and also the fact that like, do you really need to have a gun that's like three fourths the size of you? That's literally right. that's so true. It's called like, an assault rifle. Like, what are you doing? You're not hunting like, with if it. If you're not in the you're military, you need it. What are you doing? What are you doing with the gun? Like hypothetically, hypothetically, what? Like. There's not going to be an apocalypse. What are you going to use it for? Well, you yeah. can't say that. But. Okay, but like, <laughs> like, now you're putting thoughts in people's heads. Like, maybe there will be an apocalypse. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Like, on the topic of Simon saying arming teachers, like, that's like a common response. Like, um, that was a joke. Or bulletproof classrooms. Like, you Please. should be targeting the head of the problem exactly. and not the tail. Mm-hmm. Like, for. So, what would be the head of the problem? It would have Would it be? Simon, are you here? No, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you dig deeper, people are saying like it's more about the person, how they're raised. Is there a way it's we can about... target it before, before but, the issue? Mm. There's like while we're targeting this other right. issue, isn't there other routes to get to other issues? Well, well I don't obviously, even know obviously, you do want to make men- like mental health care more accessible because mm-hmm. the biggest yes. thing they're talking about is the bad problem or the problem is a bad guy with a gun mm-hmm. but in my opinion i feel like there's two ways we can target this that would work more effectively if you do them both together because you yeah you can get these people who are quote unquote like they're saying that mentally ill people is the issue but yeah you can get them help but if they still have access to a gun they're still gonna buy a gun and the thing mm-hmm. is, there's no way a person should be able to, one, just go somewhere, go buy a gun, mm-hmm. and then the next day they use it to commit yeah, exactly. mass murder. So having both laws that stop people and regulate, and regulate them mm-hmm. and being able to help people who need that help mm-hmm. yes. is the way that like, we're thinking. Think about this. Like, for example, like you and Miles are of voting age or about to be. I don't know when y'all's birthdays are. But, like, you I have voted. to register to vote. And, right. like... Voter registration is taken very seriously, especially in, like, not to get too political, 
but the more conservative side of politics, they are for voter registration. So why don't you have to register to carry a gun? Why isn't this like constantly followed up? Mental health checks, you own a gun, your family owns a gun. Like there's very limited control on guns because like no infringement, but like voting is so heavily regulated and voting isn't killing anybody, but guns are. So and like, for example, there's even reg- like there's more regulation on getting a driver's license. Like for example, exactly. I couldn't go get I couldn't go to the DMV and be like, oh, I want to get my license at you 16 need to, you because need I like need to hold a permit. Different documents, right? To right. And you need to go through classes. You need like to even get a permit. You need to go through mm-hmm. classes. There's so many things that you need to do. Why don't we have that for guns? It's like you shouldn't be able to just go buy a gun. You should know how to use the gun. You should like for example things that come into play when you're. Of driving is the same things for operating a gun because you're both heavy machinery mm-hmm. and right. so for example like you need to have a certain eyesight like if you're if you're below like the average like if you can't see and you go to drive obviously they're not gonna let you get a license because they're like oh you're not safe on the road you could hit someone well why is it the same thing with guns exactly or so you think there should be kind of like a more certification kind of like the same way mm-hmm. there is for like Training. being able to work in like these yeah they wouldn't let you operate a forklift the first day on the right. job no, exactly. exactly so having more like i like we were talking about earlier having more mm-hmm. like restrictions to make sure these people are okay with being able to or be okay mm-hmm. doing it operating mm-hmm. guns just like operating machinery so Obviously, like we know kind of a lot about these issues. How do you think people can not only learn more, obviously listening to our podcast, (laughs) but learn more about these issues, but also like spread awareness and like do these protests? What other ways like besides protests and like, so what other ways can we spread awareness to the rest of the country and can one like hear about more stuff like this and like hear about the issues like this? I think there is a way, well I know there's a way, but I don't know exactly who you contact. You can like email if you have like any concerns or wanna like, you know what I'm saying? No. Like reach out to like, your you representative. Like you can reach out to your representative. Yes. Okay, like, no, no, I know what you're talking about. You can email and reach out to like your representatives of your city or your whatever, and like have a bunch of people do that and just like express your concerns and your opinions on things and like, ways to make things better or change things mm-hmm. and yeah. but as far as education goes i think the biggest thing is being involved like if you want to be educated go out and look yeah. for the information right. there's mm-hmm. plenty of articles available mm-hmm. like to be well versed on these topics you don't have to go pick up a book from the library like this yeah. information is as accessible as looking it up on google on your phone like it doesn't take that long i to will find say we did struggle finding current events Okay. Today. You know what? No, so, we did. We're just talking about you. I'm just saying it. What like for an average person? I guess none of you guys. For me, it's hard to just look at a whole page of just words and like be able to like understand. You can look at videos. I see where he's going only because like um, a lot of us like we don't. Do we read the news on a daily basis? No. Like no. no, we don't. Um, gun control and gun laws are not usually talked about in school. Very sensitive topics so they really shouldn't be they should be things that we talk about daily but again tiktok back to our first topic tiktok is a great way to kind of like see like what exactly is happening with gun reform like what bills are being passed how we're being affected 
have there been any shootings recently? Like, there's a lot of stuff that you can find on TikTok like, relating to gun violence. For example, a lot of things that are coming up is, like, the ban of books in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really well-versed on the topic of that. I was like, is this a bill that they're passing? Is this a bill that's being proposed? Like, what's going on? And I feel like looking up on TikTok, just looking up, oh, what's happening in Florida or mm-hmm. something like that, that stuff pops up. And so, like, hearing about what's happening and, like, what they're trying to do with banning books and stuff like that, it was easy because all I had to do was look it up on TikTok. But also, there's other ways, like, for example, I feel like if maybe you should tune in to the news more, if you want to be more well-versed. Maybe you should tune in on the the banning of books. So basically, I don't want to get into it too much because it is a very political topic, but basically, um, Florida is passing, like, a series of bills where they want to ban books that are related to like LGBTQ yeah LGBTQ communities and they're like proofreading stuff like they don't want sentiment to be passed around like for example saying that um, America has had like stuff saying that like oh America's systematically racist mm-hmm. or stuff like that like for example the biggest thing that I can think of is the new course from AP which is African American history mm-hmm. that's going to be released next year has changed significantly since when they first put out their coursework because Florida demanded for the mm-hmm. curriculum to be changed and to be cut back. And so a lot of the stuff, like, I even saw it, even on the elementary level, where textbooks mention people like Rosa Parks. Yeah, I saw Something that, that we've learned about for, like, years. Yeah, and it's like, it goes from, oh, well, why did Rosa Parks not want to get up? Why were they telling her to get up in the first place? Well, obviously, it was because of the segregation laws at the time. It's not even that. Literally, in the book, it tells you, oh, Rosa Parks was told to get up. She said no. Okay, well, these kids need to know. Why was she told to get up? Mm-hmm. And those are conversations that they don't want to have. And it's like, if you don't have these uncomfortable conversations, if you don't have these controversial conversations, how are we going to grow? So they're trying to hide the truth. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, in a way. And in the end, like, they're not really succeeding because, like... They're gonna know in the end. You're gonna know. You can't There's hide the systematic internet. oppression. You can't hide things like that. Exactly. Like, like so it just looks ridiculous. I think with things like this that are more kind of in depth, like the average, like no disrespect to the viewer, I guess. No. But the average, <laughs> like, average person in America isn't like doing their research. So mm-hmm. I think that there, for me at least, what I see is kind of a disconnect, not only in local governments, but mm-hmm. like government as a whole and sharing information i don't know if that's like um on purpose as we kind of talked about like they're banning tiktok because Mm -hmm. we're learning all this stuff like i don't know if that's i don't want to like start spreading like propaganda (laughs) i'm just i'm just thinking deduction yeah no i'm I'm saying that maybe creating a more easy way to gain information through like i know what we're doing right now is Mm -hmm. that exactly trying to connect with the youth specifically but like having like even when i was not on the youth commission i didn't even know anything about local government things like that so Mm -hmm. i think creating that connection more deep deeply which we're trying right now obviously yeah and in different aspects is a good way to start like not only informing people like you're talking about getting more people out to like protest and things like that and learning more about the three and like about tiktok and all this different stuff honestly it sounds like it's our job to it kind is. of like yeah. get that stuff out there, like us spreading the information, us posting the links, mm-hmm. us, us sending the research. The Dallas Youth Commission. commission. Not, not, not just us guys, but you promise. I just want to say one more thing. It is like very important before forming like an um, actual 
strong opinion on something, do your research, check multiple sources mm -hmm. from multiple sides of politics. Like, mm -hmm. you don't want to talk about something. You don't yeah. want to have a bias have, yeah. in your information. You if you're going to read sides. from CNN, read from Fox. If you're gonna, or just yeah. don't read from either. And don't just take bias. our words. Like, you go, go out and do your own research. You can literally yeah. fact check us. Like, or just go, listen go, to us. Go look okay. up what we did. Okay, you know what? That's not the best idea. No, Anyways, <laughs> I think that okay. kind of concludes our okay. current events. Um, did we have any last words we kind of wanted to get out? I know we kind of just, just wrapped it up. Get educated, guys. Get educated. So Yoko on Instagram. It'll and be in the description. In the description. All yeah. of Yoko things. underscore Dallas, guys. And then um, we look forward to seeing you on our next uh, podcast, episode three. Uh, yes. It'll be out sometime next month. We hope we ate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we hope we again? ate. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. No, I thought nom, you were going to forget nom. it. That's why I whispered it to yeah, you. Uh, that might hurt it. That's <laughs> <what> <laughs>